Hey there, I'm Dana, your Canadian English teacher with another English lesson so you can speak and understand the English spoken in Canada. If you're learning English for the Great White North, then you've come to the right place. You'll learn phrasal verbs, common expressions, conversation tips, and of course, some typical Canadianisms. In today's lesson, you're going to learn the expression, turn over a new leaf, and you can improve your listening skills with the Canadian fact where I talk about why the Canadian flag has a maple leaf on it. Happy New Year, students. I hope you all had a wonderful holiday season and a fun new year. I've missed you. I've taken a week off from the podcast for Christmas just to take a little time to relax, reset, enjoy the holidays, as I'm sure many of you have also done. And it was really great to spend time with my family. And now my dad is actually visiting us from Canada. So I think you'll be hearing from him on the podcast again. He helped me out with episode number 26, where we talked about sports in Canada. So if you have any suggestions on what you would like us to talk about, then send me an email or drop me a line on Instagram. It's Dana at canlearnenglish.com, or you can find me on Instagram at canlearnenglish. So it's the beginning of a new year and a new decade, actually. And at the beginning of every new year, people oftentimes will set New Year's resolutions. They take this time of the new year to kind of reset, reflect on the past year and decide what goals they would like to achieve for the new year. So if one of your goals is to improve your English, then you can get on the wait list for my online program. This is the Can Learn English Academy 2.0 because it is brand new and revamped. And I'll be opening the doors for this exclusive online community later in the month. So if you want to get some information or to sign up and put your email down and your name so you'll get notified when we open it, you can go to canlearnenglish.com forward slash join. That's canlearnenglish.com forward slash J-O-I-N join. So I will send you an email when enrollment opens. But our expression today goes along nicely with the idea of setting New Year's resolutions. The expression is to turn over a new leaf. If we look at the individual words in this expression, first, we have turn over. And this is a phrasal verb, which means to flip something onto its other side. So I always think about, I don't know, making burgers. You turn over or make pancakes. You have to turn them from one side over to the other. New is the opposite of old. That's an easy word. And then we have leaf. And your first instinct might be to assume that in this phrase, we are referring to a leaf from a tree, but we're actually referring to a page in a book. In English, you might often hear the expression loose leaf paper. Now that's a bit of a tongue twister. It's hard to say that one quickly. Loose leaf paper. And this is paper that's not bound in place like it is in a book. So you have different sheets of paper. It would be loose leaf paper. And from what I've read, it's also common in Latin languages to refer to these loose sheets of paper as leaves. 
But let's get back to our expression. To turn over a new leaf means to start over or to act in a different manner or change your attitude about something in a positive way. So there's many ways that we can use this expression. You can use it to talk about your own personal goals, maybe something that you want to change in your life. When the new year begins, a lot of people will try and quit their bad habits. So you might say that this year, I'm not going to let the laundry pile up. I'm going to turn over a new leaf and get it washed and folded right away. Or you can use this expression to talk about your relationship with someone and how it has improved. You might have someone in your life that historically you didn't get along with so well. Maybe it changed over time, you matured, or you talked through these issues with this person. In this case, you could say, my sister and I never really got along, but we've turned over a new leaf. And finally, it can be used to talk about changes in our lives. If you have a good change in your life coming up, like starting a new job or going back to university, you can use this expression. You might say, I'm starting a new job on Monday. I really feel like I'm turning over a new leaf. Where does this expression come from? Well, as we know, the leaf in this phrase doesn't refer to a leaf on a tree, but rather the pages in a book. And in the 16th century, the pages of a book were commonly referred to as leaves. So we know that this expression is very old. The allusion to turning over a blank page and starting over has been used for a very long time, since the 1500s. And it hasn't always meant a change for the better, but it's meant that you are starting over. So when you turn on to a new, a clean page, you're leaving the past behind you and starting over. On to our Canadian fact. Today we're talking about the Canadian flag and why it has a maple leaf on it. Well, if you can believe it, before 1965, Canada actually didn't have its own national flag. Since Confederation, which was in 1867, the Union Jack was used as the unofficial flag of Canada. As you might know, the Union Jack is the flag that is used in the United Kingdom. And the idea of Canada having its own flag was tossed around by governments as early as the 1920s. But it wasn't until 1963 when Liberal leader Lester B. Pearson was campaigning for the federal election that things really got serious. He promised that if the Liberals won and formed the next government, Canada would have a new flag within two years. Well, Pearson and the Liberals won the election, and he was true to his word. In early 1964, the new Prime Minister started meeting with several flag experts to discuss the new flag design. Only a few months later in May, Pearson was ready to unveil his new flag design. This design consisted of three maple leaves on a white background bordered by two vertical bars, to represent the fact that Canada stretched from sea to sea. This design was an absolute dud. Pearson tested out his new design to an audience of war veterans during a speech in Winnipeg, and their reaction was not good. They heckled Pearson throughout his whole speech, and the reaction of the Conservative members of Parliament was equally as negative. 
This was a problem because a flag is supposed to be a unifying symbol. So they would need a design that had the overwhelming support from all of Parliament. In September of that year, Pearson decided to change his tactics and he created a parliamentary committee. And over the next four weeks, they considered more than 2,000 designs, including hundreds submitted by the public. Finally, in December, the modern flag, as you know it, was approved. And on the 28th of January, 1965, the Queen signed the Royal Proclamation that gave Canada its national flag. In February, an official flag-raising ceremony was held on Parliament Hill as Canada's new national flag was flown for the first time. The maple leaf was chosen since it has such a long history as a symbol of Canada. In 1860, the design of the badge for the Prince of Wales Royal Canadian Regiment included a maple leaf, and it was also featured prominently in decorations for a visit by the Prince of Wales. Between 1876 and 1901, the maple leaf was featured on all Canadian coins. Today, the maple leaf is just found on the penny, which is no longer in circulation and no longer used. Between 1899 and 1902, Canadian soldiers fighting in the Boer War, which is a conflict in South Africa between the British and descendants of South Africa's Dutch settlers, wore a maple leaf on their helmet. And in 1804, Canadian athletes competing in the Olympic Games wore shirts displaying the maple leaf. In both World Wars, one and two, the maple leaf was displayed on soldiers' caps, badges, and military equipment. And in 1921, the Canadian shield was revised so that the provincial emblems were all replaced with a maple leaf. The maple leaf is now synonymous with Canada, and it's also come to symbolize unity, tolerance, and peace. Before we end this episode, I want to go over some flag terminology. So these are terms that are used to describe the various parts of a flag. So this is some advanced vocabulary that you can add to your vocabulary list in your head. The first word we have is the hoist, and this is the half of the flag nearest the flagpole. The upper hoist is the upper left quadrant of the flag and the lower hoist is the lower left-hand quadrant of the flag. The fly is the half of the flag that is farthest away from the flagpole. The upper fly is the upper right-hand quadrant of the flag, and the lower fly is the lower right-hand quadrant of the flag. So this might come in handy at some point during a pub quiz or something, some flag terminology. That's it for our episode today. I hope you enjoyed this lesson. Please support this free podcast by liking, sharing, and subscribing. If you would like to get the transcripts for this podcast and for all the other episodes, you can find out more information on my website by going to canlearnenglish.com. Until next time, guys. Bye-bye.